Well, hello there, and welcome to Ask Allie, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Today is Monday, August 11th, 2014. I want to thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. For those of you who sent um, warm wishes for Darren last week, he had a surgery. I thank you very much. He pulled through it like a champ. Um, he was only supposed to be under for a short period of time, maybe 15 minutes, but they found extra things that were wrong with his mouth, so he stayed on over an hour, and he woke up way ahead of schedule, <laughs> and so, I mean, everything turned out fantastic, so thank you, thank you for giving him um, uh, your love and support. Um, I turned the Attracting the One group coaching into Attracting the One one-on-one six-week intensive, so it'd be you, me. Um, getting you to attract the one into your life and learning all about telepathic sex. Um, to find out more about that program, just go to my website, click on Work With Me, and it's on the list down towards the bottom. Uh, Universal Life Expo, October 25th and 26th. I'll be in Columbus, booth 202. I'll be speaking on Sunday from 3.30 to 4.40 about establishing and nurturing soul connections. Woohoo! <laughs> now, the topic I wanted to discuss today is all about erotic dream sex. Yes. Have you ever had a wet dream? If so, and a good majority of the population, male and female, have had a wet dream, that's dream sex. Okay. Dream sex is the ability to enter into another person's dream and have a have sex or love relations with them, whatever you want to call it. Um... You obviously have to be asleep because it's dream sex. If you were wide awake, it would be telepathic sex. And if you were semi, I guess semi-conscious, you'd be astral sex. But if you're sleeping, it's all about dream sex. And people happen to love to learn how to have erotic dreams because everybody dreams. Whether or not you remember that you dreamt that night, everybody dreams. Most people don't give a second thought to dreams. Um, they have gone by and listened to, um, oh, who? Freud and, uh, oh, what's his face? I, I, can, I, I can see the guy's face, his picture, but I can't remember his name. Anyways, let's talk about uh, dreams being nothing but symbols from your um, unconsciousness trying to give you uh, clues or, or have you try to work through something. I am the firm believer that when you dream or when you astral travel, which is the same thing, sleeping sleeping is dreaming, astral travel, and semi-conscious is the astral travel, um, you are going to different worlds, different dimensions, different universes um, to the past, present, and future. It is another life when you're asleep. Whole new life. And when you are asleep, it's possible to go anywhere that your vibration matches your uh, energy vibration and visit just about anybody. You know, it, people give dreams, you know, they, they dismiss them like, you know, the symbol thing, but it's not symbols. And if people would just pay attention, <laughs> if you guys, people would listen to me and actually treat their dreams like another life, there is really so much you can accomplish while you're sleeping, okay, besides resting your physical body. Now, when you dream, it's all about controlling the dreamscape. And what is the dreamscape? 
I call it the ever-changing collective dimension brought forth from dreams, nightmares, and daydreams of all humans. The dreamscape is connected to the past, present, future, dimensions, astral layers, heaven, hell, uh, different universes, and anything you can possibly think of. And by traveling the dreamscape, there's nowhere one cannot travel to. Okay? When you control the dreamscape, when you control your dreaming to engage in erotic dream sex or to engage in visiting somebody you love and want to have a romantic relationship, think about the dreamscape um, as an ocean that connects continents. Okay? Think of the ocean as the dreamscape and the continents as the dream portals or doorways that connect you and other people to each other and to the dreamscape. When you fall asleep, you enter a dream by going through one of those dream portals or entering into one of those continents. You start on the ocean, you end in a continent. Okay? By recognizing the doorway or continent, we are able to, to gain more control over our dreams right from the get-go. Once you're through your door, once you're through that doorway, once you're on that continent, you use lucid dreaming to control your surroundings. Now, what's lucid dreaming, you might ask? Lucid dreaming is nothing more than being consciously aware you're dreaming. How can you do that? You're like, how can you do that? You are sleeping. You already said that your conscious is snoozing, so how can you be consciously aware? I'll tell you. To be involved in a lucid dream, okay, you must realize you're dreaming and not awake. When you are aware that you're dreaming and not awake, the consciousness also has that realization, and therefore you're able to dictate the theme, direction, and tone of your dream. Lucid dreaming is something everybody can do, but it takes some patience and some practice. Most people just give up if they can't do it right out of the box. Nobody can do anything right out of the box. Could you drive your car the first time you got in it? When you were 16 and your parent was staring at you, willing you to drive and not hit anything, could you do it excellent from the get-go? No. That's why there's driver's ed. So this dreaming is the same thing. And I have to turn a minute because I have a cat fight behind me. Or one about to start. This is what happens when you have 12 cats. Um, I need to throw something. So if you just, just a second here. I need to scare. There we go. I had to scare Laverne away from Lucky. Oh, my life is never dull, that's for sure. But let's go back to lucid dreaming because it's one of my favorite things. When the way you know that you're dreaming as opposed to being awake is you give yourself what I call a trigger. It's a reality check. It's a sign that you look at, you see, you do, and when you do this certain thing, you ask yourself, Am I awake or am I dreaming? It's a training method. So, for instance, my trigger for my reality check is my right hand. During the day when I was training myself to lucid dream, I'd look at my hand, my right hand, and I'd ask myself, am I awake or am I dreaming? Uh, more, more, more times than not, I would say, am I awake? So I'd look at my hand and say, am I awake? And I said, well, yeah, <laughs> I'm awake. I'm about to get in the car. I better be awake. So, And I would do that periodically through the day, every day. 
when it's an automatic function during your waking hours, it turns into an automatic function during your sleeping hours as well. So in my dreams, I would look at my right hand and I'd ask myself, am I awake? And if I saw, you know, um, you know Harrison Ford shoot past on a motorcycle, well, I know I'm not, I'm, I'm not awake because I live in Ohio and Harrison Ford is not here. <laughs> so, because trust me, if I knew that, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. So I would know I was immediately sleeping. So I'd ask myself, am I awake? And I'd say, well, no. Matter of fact, I'm not. And that's when the consciousness goes, oh, hey, we're sleeping. That means we can control stuff. How cool is that? Some examples for triggers that you might want to use. You can, you know, look at one of your hands. You can see a specific time on the clock. Some people like to use 222 or 444 or 1122. And then they ask themselves that the question if they have a familiar scent. Maybe you live by a bakery, so you, maybe you smell bread, baking, or you know when you see a cat. I could do this all. <laughs> I could do this all day. If you see a cat, you ask yourself. Or if you see a certain uh, TV show, one of your favorite TV shows comes on, or a character. Uh, I think at one time I actually tried Law and Order. Was it Law and Order? Probably, because I've I watched all how many years? Fourteen years of Law and Order. So that was, that was programmed in there for a while. But when you see the sign, you ask yourself if you're dreaming. If you're actually dreaming, you know, or ask yourself if you're awake. If you're awake, you'll say yes. If you're not awake, you'll say no. It's automatic. So, okay, fine. You know that you're sleeping. You know that you're dreaming. So this is all fine and dandy. So how does the actual dream sex occur? <laughs> well, you then... Once you realize you're dreaming, think of somebody you would like to have sex with. Preferably somebody you know and you either chart off to their dream or you pull them into your dream. And just like if you were wide awake, as you're sleeping, you engage in sexual relations, you know, the same way. However you want to have sex, whether it's just kissing or fondling or hugging or caressing or, you know, oil massages or oral sex or sexual intercourse, anal sex. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you want to do in your dreams. It really doesn't. It's possible. Another nice thing about having dream sex is if you have physical limitations in this reality, in our reality, then in the dream reality, you don't have physical limitations. So if you have a bad back or bad knees and can't, you know, thrust the way you want to, when you're dreaming, you don't have achy knees. You don't have a bad back. Your weight is an issue. You're not too heavy that you can't get into positions. You're as limber as you want to be. You can get into any position you want. And there's some, there's some really funky ones if you've looked through a, uh, a sex position book lately. <laughs> so that's dream sex, erotic dream sex. It's possible for all of us to do. We all dream, every last one of us. And we all have the ability to control those dreams. Now, even, with not, even if you enter into the dreamscape for um, erotic dream sex without controlling things, 
say you want to say you want to do the whole lucid dreaming thing. You don't give a rat's ass if you can control your dreams. And sorry for the background of the child and his Xbox. But again, he goes to school next Monday. Yes. So we will not hear him when I do um, the podcast next week. But say you you just want to fall asleep. You just want to fall asleep and and have sex with somebody. You don't want to control. It's eh, just too much work. Yeah, it's just too much work. You want no part of it. Is there something you can do for that? Of course there is. Because, well, I'm me, and I try to look at all angles to something. If you want to have dream sex with somebody, but you don't want to go through the trouble of learning how to control your dreams, as you fall asleep, think of the person that you want to have sex with, or think of the characteristics of a person you wish to have sex with in your dreams. Keep repeating it over and over and over and over and over again until you are snoozing. Once you are snoozing, you should um, enter into the person's dream or they should enter into yours. Or you should be attracting that person to you. And my cat, Lucky, thinks I'm right on, right on board. Huh, Lucky Duck? So those are different ways you can have erotic dream sex. Now, in my book, Out-of-Body Ecstasy, I give um, a lot more detailed information about how to have out-of-body sex, which is the erotic dream sex, too. So check out the book, um, Out-of-Body Ecstasy. You can get it at Amazon. And, um, yeah, a lot more step-by-step instructions there. Woohoo! Okay, so the holistic item of the week goes along with the erotic dream sex. It's all about mugwort. I... I love mugwort. Um, mugwort um, is a feminine herb. It resonates with the planet Venus, uh, the element of Earth. It's all about strength and psychic powers and protection and dreaming and healing and astral projection and telepathic connection. You can burn some mugwort prior to sleep, like with an incense, but of course make sure... <laughs> I swear to God, this cat is on drugs. She just is one huge ass drug. If you've been listening to me for a while, you knew about my Samantha Joe. I'll get back to Mugwort in a minute. Um, my Samantha Joe, my little honey, who I was devastated, completely devastated when she died in October of 2002. Well, lucky here, and I was also, and then two months later, Scrappy Doodle. I had to put him down. Scrappy Doodle was the uh, destructor of the universe, is what my son and I called him, because he would touch anything. He would, oh, he tore apart so many things in my house. Oh my God! In the few years that he was alive and inside, well, lucky here is a combination of the two. She is smart. She is spastic. She has knocked out all of my screens. And on my upper floor, and I don't have air conditioning, as most of you know. Um, she has, she's obsessed with my bulletin board behind my desk here. She jumps. She's got a great jump from the floor up and grabs on. That's what she was just doing. And she removes the pins. She likes to take the pins off the bulletin board and run with them. And then she bats them around someplace. She is insane. She climbs walls. She climbed up the door frame the other day. But seeing that she, I saw her get hit twice by a car on my birthday in front of my house, and the dang cat lived without any internal injuries and no broken bones. I mean, I know she was supposed to come in here, but for the love of Pete. 
<sighs> okay, let's go back to mugwort. So mugwort. You can burn some before you fall asleep to help you um, lucid dream and enter into dream sex and whatnot. You can also burn it while astral traveling. If you use it before you go to sleep, make sure that the incense is out. There's no more hot coals before you sleep. You never want to have anything that could cause a fire. That's bad. <laughs> so I have to spell it out to you. When you astral travel, many people like to have it burning as they astral travel because it really does help. Make sure it is in a container where there's no way in hell it's going to get knocked over while you're astral traveling. Okay? It's the same with telepathic sex. You always want to make sure if you burn something, if you're burning anything, whether it's a candle, because people make mugwort candles as well, mugwort candle or mugwort incense, that it is safely contained and you never leave the room when it's burning. If you don't want to burn stuff and risk a fire, mayhaps, you can buy mugwort essential oil and put a little bit on you. Of course, with the mugwort, I'd mix it with maybe a tad bit of uh, almond oil or olive oil, maybe a little bit of vegetable, something to give it a base so it's not so, um, I don't know, what do I want to say, stingy when you put it on. But if you put it on your skin before you actually travel, um, lucid dream or telepathically connect, it'll also help you. You can put some underneath your nose if you just want to whiff in the, the scent. But mugwort's awesome. I also, um, I tend to bury my stones, the stones I like to use in grids and stuff for astral projection or, or telepathic or dream, in mugwort. It gives the stones an extra oomph when I use them. So yeah, check out mugwort. You can get it uh, online. My favorite place to shop is the Magical Cat. Um which is based here in the States, it, they ship anywhere. <laughs> and also, the that's, it's, that's a metaphysical shop. Then you've got the Bulk Apocryphy. You know I said it wrong. Um, it's, that's here in Ohio. And they also have wonderful herbs and oils and, and whatnot. So anyways, mugwort. Mugwort is the holistic item of the week. Well, thanks for joining me. Um, again, sorry about the cats. Sorry about the child. I, see, you hear that back there? Next Monday is going to be silence. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's going to be wonderful, except that I have to get up at 4.30 in the flipping morning in order to get up, get the animals done, and get him up for school. That I could do without, but silence? <gasps> oh, my God. I can't wait. Besides, when he's not here, I can engage in out-of-body sex. It's going to be wonderful. I can't wait. <laughs> but thank you for joining me for Ask Alley. If you like this episode, please give me a rate on iTunes so that I stay on um, the the popular board, I suppose, um, a favorite of iTunes and spirituality column. More people who listen to me, the more people have their aha moment. And that's why I do what I do. Don't forget to join me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. The site's AllieThees.com. And until next Monday, when we will all have some peace and quiet during this podcast, have yourself a wonderful week. Take care. <laughs>